1: Praise the Lord. This morning, I'm going to be teaching on something that I believe will be a great blessing to you. Amen. Amen. It's still in line with our series that we're running with codes for good success. Somebody say quotes for good success. And to we'll come to the book of Joshua. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Let's read it together. One go. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen. Now keep it there. He says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Please take note of that. Your mouth. But you shall meditate. Somebody say, I shall. shall. Okay, meditate any day and night. That I may. Somebody say, I may. may. Uh Uh-huh. So every one of those things there matters. I may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then. I will. Somebody say, I will. will. Somebody say, "I I will. Okay, so he puts the responsibility for success squarely on your laps. One, this book must not depart from your mouth. And then you shall meditate upon it day and night. And you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For that way you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. You will experience good success. May you experience good success in every area of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, so from the very beginning, we established that the responsibility for good success rests with us. Somebody say rest with us. it It is not God who makes people successful. He has already wired you for success. You take The decisions you take the steps to experience success that God already wired you for. The choices we make, they define us and they establish our destiny. And that is why this series is so important. And we are not just talking about success like the world thinks about. We are talking about success the way God sees it. The measurement of success in the view of the world is different from measurement of success in the views of God. When you succeed, after accomplishing your personal goals and dreams, you want to ask yourself, how much of these goals that I've accomplished can impact on eternity? We don't live on one plane only. We live on a heavenly plane. We function on an earthly plane. And so the moment your relevance is only seen on the earthly plane, you are failing already. Your failure begins when you see yourself making it big on the earthly plane. But eternally, your relevance is not much. Today, I'm going to talk about the third code, which is critical. I've talked about the code of knowledge. Somebody say the code of knowledge. Say the code of knowledge. If you are going to succeed, knowledge is important. Knowledge is very, very important. And the foremost knowledge you must have to succeed is the knowledge of God. Somebody say the knowledge of God and the knowledge of God begins with the word of God if you don't know the word of God you can't know God you cannot know God. The kind of knowledge of God that brings transformation that Daniel talks about. He said the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That kind of knowledge, you can assess it without the knowledge of the word of God. Daniel said, I understood by the books. Which books was he talking about? The books that prophet Jeremiah and others had written about. He understood by the books without an excellent knowledge of the word of God, you don't have a future. At least in the sight of a word, you may seem to have accomplished something. But in the sight of God, in kingdom relevance, you will not accomplish much. The knowledge of the word is key. Somebody said, The knowledge of the word is key. And sometimes I become increasingly concerned when I meet believers who are not well conscious and not wedded. It's become almost an epidemic like COVID 19. This is the time and the season we are in. A lot of believers are wet dry. Wet dry. Our response to situations, our response to life challenges, our decisions are so flawed that it can only give an accurate examination or accurate diagnosis that we are wet dry. When you are wedded, it shows your spirit is buoyant, your decisions are sharp on point. You don't live to serve yourself, you live to serve kingdom interests when you are wedded. He said, This book must not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. So we talked about the code of knowledge. We talked about the code of confession. Today, I'm talking about the code of thinking. Somebody say the code of thinking. The code of thinking. thinking. You have to think right. You have to think right. Thinking is so fundamental to the way we function and we wire it. Thinking. The way you think can affect your marriage for good or for bad. The way you think can affect your finances for good or for bad. The way you think can affect your relationships for good or for bad. How do you think? Maybe today and next week possibly, I just want to challenge you to think about the way you think. Turn to your neighbor and say, think, about you think. think about the way you think. Yeah. Think about the way you think. The way you think about money <laughs> can affect your life so bad. There are people are emotionally down 24 7 because they think the wrong thoughts about money the way you think. The way you think, come with me to the book of Numbers, it's actually not in my notes, but I think that it would help us. Numbers, chapter 13, please. The Lord spoke, somebody say, the Lord spoke. the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and I want you to follow this reading closely because the way a group of people thought came in conflict with what God spoke. There was a destination God had wired for them. But they could not realize that destination because of the way they thought. He says, send men to spar out the land of Canaan, which I am given to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone, a leader among them. It's hard. You see, when people think low is bad, but when leaders don't think right is worse. Because one leader's influence can affect an entire nation. That's why leadership must think different. You can't be a leader and think like a follower. You can never be an effective leader when you think like a follower. He says, verse 3, please. Moses sent them from the wilderness of power according to the command of the Lord. All of them were men, all of them men who were heads of the children of Israel. May you not have a head man who does not think well. Amen. Husbands who don't think well. They were hurt, but they were not thinking. Now go to verse 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the these were the names from we don't need the names. I think that they they cause enough havoc that their names are not really relevant. Let's go down to where the names are not mentioned. I think verse number 26. All right. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran, Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Okay. Then they told him and said, "We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit." Okay. Nevertheless, somebody say nevertheless. Never the uh-huh. Now they are actually going to tell Moses how they think. He said, Moses, you sent us. He said, we should go and spy out the land. We want you to know we have done that. We went to see the land. Everything is in the land. Blah 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 blah. But Moses we want to give you an advice. We want to tell you something, and we want you to be very careful. This God-got thing you are following, be very very careful about it. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. Somebody say they are strong. Somebody say they are strong. They are strong. There are a lot of people who are in church who are still thinking that they are weak. They think they are weak. That's why the reality of your identity in Christ must come alive to you. Because if you don't know who you are in Christ, you'll be living below your status in Christ. He says that people in the land are strong. The moment you describe somebody as strong, you're simply telling yourself you're weak. Yeah, It's great to acknowledge what people have. But it's foolishness to refuse to see what you have. Yeah, It's foolishness to refuse to see and appreciate what you have. The reason why a lot of people are depressed i mean it's one of the saddest things you see is to see people who are super gifted who should be excited about what god has given them living depressed and envious and jealous of what other people have and it's simply because they have overrated what other people have over what they have and that's what is happening here they said that people are strong in the city the cities are fortified and very large Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Somebody say, "I'm I'm well able. We are well able to overcome it. You can never become successful until you see that you have what it takes to succeed. Enter business and think that other people are more uh, well-placed to succeed than you. You can't succeed. You always have to think the way God wants you to think. And it doesn't happen by accident. You see, thinking is one of the things that is very difficult for the average person to do. I realize that the average Christian can pray sometimes and not be able to think properly. Yeah. You have to pray and pray hard, But you have to also think and think strategically and wisely. Look at verse 1. He says, but the men who have gone up with them said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. It's a mind game. Somebody says it's a mind game. Everything that is happening here is a mind game. Don't forget, the master key God gave Joshua. I said, this book must not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. That's where the thinking comes in. Think about it. Day and night. Anytime you are confronted with a challenge, don't just think about the challenge. Think about what my word says about the challenge. But unfortunately, a lot of believers are ignorant about what God's word says about what they are dealing with. And so when what they are dealing with, the emotions and the the physical effect of it begins to hit them hard. They don't even know what God has said to address what is happening to them with what God has said. Praise God. You cannot. They gave the children of Israel a bad report of a land on which they are spied out, saying, The land through which you have gone to see, as spies, is a land that devours the inhabitants, and all the people we saw in it are men of great stature. There is no nation like that where there is no short man. There is no nation. There is no nation. If the natives are tall." there will be foreigners in there who are short finland or Norway produces the tallest people in the world but even in Norway, you will meet some chinese man there. yeah there is no nation there is no nation you see there's a way people talk when they are thinking is low when people think low it reflects in their speech he says all the people we saw there are men of stature and then this is where you must know that it had to do with the mind then he said we saw in our own eyes go to verse 33 there we saw the giant the sons of anak and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight that sight he's talking about is the sight of their imagination he's not talking about physically they didn't become grasshoppers they were human beings they were still human beings but in their minds they have become grasshoppers who are you this morning are you a human being thinking like a grasshopper yeah because if these guys thought like grasshoppers it is very very possible that human beings are functioning at grasshoppers capacity because that's how they are thinking we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes and so we were in our own sight because as a man thinker it is hard so easy i want you to be very, very deliberate about what you think because it determines the outcome of your life. If you are going to succeed or fail, your thinking must be right. Somebody say my thinking. And successful people always think differently. They think differently. If you are going into business and your thinking is I'm going to make money, you have failed already. But if you are going into business and your thinking is that I'm going to render service to people, you have succeeded before you start. And the average African business is not service oriented, it's money oriented. That's why we are not able to break through in business up to a certain level. Because no. What he wants is how he can rip you off and make money, and that's all. But the person who has business for a long time is the one who renders quality service to his clients. They will always come back. They will always come back. Haven't you bought? stuff from a place and you have vowed that you won't go there again. No matter the kind of discounts you are doing, you won't go there again. And chances are that you are not the only person who is not going there again. There are many other people and you yourself will tell another person. There are businesses who are doing wild advert on TV and on radio. And you get to their offices and the way they treat you is say, Really? Think differently. Somebody say, think differently. <laughs> Success and prosperity how we think. Look at what the Bible says, Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of his God, and his law he meditates day and night. Somebody say day and night. Now, you see, the day and night there is also very important, the consistency of thinking. You can't be thinking success today, failure tomorrow, and then end up as a success. No. It takes a lot of discipline to sustain right thinking. Somebody say right thinking. thinking. Yeah. For you to think right. Paul said that whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And I tell you, there is no human being who is always thinking right. Including this one who is preaching to you. Because thoughts, negative thoughts will come to your mind. Thoughts of depression will come to you. You know you cannot be emotionally depressed until you are mentally depressed. That's where it starts from. I'm depressed. Where did it start from? You think it's your emotions. Your emotions are simply deceiving you. Your mind, a sense of hopelessness and perplexity and despondency and despair has brought you gradually and it started with thinking thoughts like that. Thoughts like that. Thoughts like that. That's why you cannot leave your thinking to chance. Praise God. There are people who think that oh, they will just by default they will just think well. No, nobody thinks better by default. Every one of us will naturally will naturally degenerate into negative thinking. That is our default uh, setting. Our default setting is negative thinking. Somebody say negative thinking. negative thinking. Yeah. Even after you are born again, oh. So please don't make a mistake. Oh, Papa, I'm a new creation in Christ. No. When you became a new creation, there were things that were made new. Your mind was not one of those things. Your heart was made new A new, how will I give them? Your spirit was made new. A new spirit would I put into them. But your mind, he said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He said that you walk no longer as the Gentiles walk in the vanity of their minds. But be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is a very important place. There are people who deal with strongholds, are buying strongholds, are buying strongholds. Start with the strongholds in your mind. If you can cast down the strongholds in your mind, there are really no strongholds, except the ones in your mind. The greatest strongholds are the strongholds in your mind. If you go i mean that's a scripture one scripture that has been quoted out of context and misquoted out of context for though we war in the flesh we do not walk after the flesh give me second Corinthians chapter uh, 10 verse 3 there about for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds lord i pull down strongholds i put down strongholds no oh, no they are not that's not it the stronghold he's talking about here is not like a building. No. He said, go on. Go to verse number 5. He said, casting down arguments and every high thing that exhorts itself above the knowledge of Christ and bringing into captivity. Captivity. Every what? Every prayer. Every demon. Every what? Every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you feel in your body that you are weak. All right, you have to know how to arrest that thought and bring it to the obedience of Christ. Because he was wounded for your transgressions, he was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him, and by his stripes you were healed. You have to subject that thought to the obedience of Christ. Am I communicating here? There is something you are pursuing, writing, exam, and Satan is telling you it's over. You have failed. You have to know how to arrest that thought. And bring it to where it needs to be. Because the more that thought dominates your mind, the more your ability to even release the information within you for success is hampered. Am I communicating here? That's it. Every thought that is results itself above the knowledge of God. Do you have the proper knowledge of God at all? You don't know. So you can't tell when the thought is going above the knowledge of God. When the thought is contrary to the knowledge of God, you can't tell. Because you don't have proper knowledge of God. That's where the word of God comes in. Listen, spiritual warfare is not as many have come to know it. Spiritual warfare is a mental warfare. Yeah. Your mind. Your mind. Listen, the battlefield for the believer is your mind. Somebody say my mind. Yeah. If you can win it here, you have won it in life if you can win it here. And and it's not just in one area. In every other area. Why do you think Satan came to attack Jesus when he met him on the wilderness? After 40 days of fasting, you thought it was physical. Satan appeared and brought bread. Jesus eats. No, no, no. It wasn't that like that at all. When he came, he spoke to him. You see, you are hungry. (laughs) You are hungry. You see this stone that is lying by you. You can touch it now, it becomes bread. And you'll be fine. You don't have to struggle like this. How long are you going to continue like this? Just sort yourself out. Then the Bible said, Jesus said, it is written. He's arresting it because that was not the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God was not to use his power for self-gratification. That was not the knowledge of God. That was not what is expected of him. So he said, no, that's not what I'm supposed to do. Later on he told him, he said, you can see, you don't need to go through the stress and then become anything. You can just bow down and I'll give it to you. It is already with me. Let's settle this matter here. You don't need to. Immediately, Jesus told him, it is written. You shall bow before none other but God. You see, please, let's settle down with the word of God. Let's settle down with the word of God. Abind, 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 abind. You will keep on binding for life. And nothing will be bound. Yeah, because your mind is still left on the loose. Your mind, your mind, your mind. This year I'm not, but next year I will teach quite a lot. Because if you can't manage your mind, your life is already on a track for failure. You have to manage your mind. And when you talk about manage your mind, I mean actively manage your mind. Where you are in charge of the things that are coming to your mind. You have to be in charge of the things that are coming into your mind, the things that are coming into your mind. And in a position to counter it. He said casting down arguments and every high thing that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Argument! Give me the amplified version. I think that amplified version there gives us some more details. Hiya. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself against the true knowledge of God and we are taking. Somebody say taking. <laughs> say taking. <laughs> oh, Taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. So thoughts must be arrested. They must what? Oh. You, can, you can go to the book of... Why do people worry? It's because they take thoughts. They take thoughts. You sit down and you take thoughts. Ah, Take. Oh, <laughs> you think I'm joking? You take them in. Just like breathing. So Jesus was speaking, take no thought for your life. Don't take it. Don't take thoughts. Casting all your cares. When would this be? How is this going to be fixed? You are taking thoughts you are not supposed to take. There are thoughts you must cast on the Lord. Casting all your cares upon the Lord for he cared for you. Because no matter how much you think about it. He said, after you have taught and taught and thought, how many of you can add one cubit to your life? So, don't worry yourself with things that are way above you. Take no thought. Somebody say, I take no thought. Now, it's important that we appreciate that in order for us to experience success, our thoughts must be aligned with the thoughts of God. Somebody say, my thoughts. Must align align. with the thoughts of God. Now, look at this. In the book of Isaiah 55 verse 8. Isaiah 55 verse 8 I like to teach. I love to teach. He said, "For my thoughts are not your thoughts." Somebody say, "My thoughts are not your thoughts." Maybe we should start from verse six. Verse six. Verse six. Verse six. Verse six. Seek the Lord, why He will be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man. His thoughts. And it's very important. Let him return to the Lord and you have mercy on him and to our God for he will abandonly pardon. Look at verse 8. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts nor are my ways than your ways. Now we've already established that God was a super success. How many of you agree that God is a super success? super. Super 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 the world he put in creation from beginning has been intact he told the sea to be at one place he's been there nothing has changed in our attempts to grow in science and technology in fact the world is becoming messier through technology yeah we are messing the world up more and more and more with our increased technology we call it success, but it's actually making the world more difficult. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways are not your ways. Look at verse number nine. I like verse nine. He said, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your weight, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Somebody say, My thoughts, my thoughts. higher than your thoughts. Yeah. Now, listen if there can be higher thoughts, then there can be lower thoughts. If there can be poor thoughts, there must be rich thoughts. If there can be health thoughts, there must be sickness thoughts. If there can be success thoughts, there must be failure thoughts. That's what everybody says. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways higher than your ways. So the Bible said, Romans 12 verse 3, he said, for I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly. Somebody say more highly. More highly. Than he ought to think. But to think soberly as God has there to each one a measure of faith. And I like it when he didn't say, don't think lowly. He said, think highly, but don't think more highly. So how come Christians think so low? We think so low. We think so low. We think so low. We dream so low. We think so low. Everything about the believer seems to be so low. And yet we serve the most high God. How do you think? Think different. Somebody say, think different. Now, you can never succeed thinking the way the ordinary people... I was listening to one guy, this guy, the Tesla guy, the gentleman who made uh, electric uh, motors. What's his name? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. And Elon Musk was speaking. They were asking him about his failure. He said, uh, if you are not failing, you are not inventing enough. I said, that's crazy. That's kind of off. Because everybody wants to succeed. He says, if you are not failing, it means you are not inventing enough. How can you think this about failure and then fail and be depressed? Am I communicating here? No, 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 no. So he's in space. He's in space. No, he's in space. He's in space. He's in space. He's in space. Listen. No matter how hard we pray. If we can think as much as we pray, we are cool. And we need to do both. Because the Bible says God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. And I realize that even when you are not thinking very highly, you won't ask very highly. So the, the reason why we are really not asking what we should be asking for is because we are thinking lowly. When we think high, we ask high. Because when you are thinking huge and big, it will always influence the way you talk. It will always influence. He said, this book of the law must not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Meditate. Somebody say meditate. Meditate to think. Meditate is sustained thinking. Not even, I couldn't even define that. Sustained thinking. Keeping your mind on one thing and holding it in for a long time. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Good success begins with right thinking. Somebody say begins with right thinking. Say begins with what? Transformation. You see, transformation for good success begins with right thinking. I think that is where the transformation. Because listen, there is nobody who has ever succeeded who did not transform himself. Most of us, I'm just myself. I'm just being myself. That's why you are failing big time. Nobody succeeds being himself. Everybody becomes a super success. Transforming themselves and aggressively doing so. They transform themselves. They transform themselves. You want to succeed in your marriage? You have to transform your thinking, your view about marriage, your view about your husband, your view about... Your... It has to change complete you want to succeed in your Christian life, your view about God must change. You need to have the right view about God. You need to have the right view about God. And transformation comes. Look at this. He says, a man was a total failure until one day he decided to take a walk. And when he took a walk, that he, he was seeing things every day, but it wasn't making any impression on him. But one day, he took a walk to a particular place. And what he saw, when he came, he decided that today, I'm going to think about what I've seen. And that's how his change began. Praise God. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 30. Let's look at that. Proverbs. He's been going there every time. If you come to church and you think deeply, you go back thinking about what you are taught in church, your life will be better out. Your life will be super 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 super. But when you go, you serve it, and then you begin to think about all the things they are telling you already, all the things MPP is doing, all the things NDC is saying. How can your life move forward? He says, I walk by the field of a lazy person. Somebody say lazy person. Yeah, he took a walk. I walk by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. Passed by a place. I just wanted to see something. Passed by the feet of a lazy person. I saw it was grown with nettles. It was covered with weeds. And these walls were broken down. Look at this. Then as I look and I did what? Oh, talk to me. As I look and I did what? As I look and I thought about it. There are many things we see. We don't give them a thought. That's why we are poor. Praise God. There are many things you see. Many things you see. If you think about them, a business idea can be born. An opportunity can be created. But you don't think about it as you ask, hey, how do you do it You see it on Facebook. Wow. People are doing things. So start thinking about the things you see. I thought about it. I learned this lesson. Meditation will always bring you you see there are ways business ideas are born a number of ways one is that something comes up by divine inspiration other times you just look at what other people are doing and then you decide okay i'm going to do it differently the same thing but in a different way and you can only get into that zone when you think somebody say when i think yeah, you have to think. You have to think. You have to think. That's why thinkers can never be stranded in life. Those who think, those who engage their minds, they cannot be stranded in life. You have to think. You have to think. I learned this lesson. Look at your life. From January till now, you've always been sending tests for people to help you. Think about your life. Every time you send a test, can I get can you momo me can you momo me can you momo me he said I looked I thought about it I learned this lesson look at verse 33 he said a little sleep a little extra sleep Somebody say a little extra sleep <laughs> a little more slumber a little folding of the hands to rest oh it's not there yet it's just seven it's only six o'clock it's only <laughs> He said, then your poverty will pounce on you like a mandate. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. How does poverty come? A process. A little sleep. A little slumber. A little sleep. Nobody becomes poor instantaneously. The same way nobody becomes rich instantaneously. It's a process. When you commit yourself to the process and you stick with it and... You can never begin the process until you start thinking. Until you start what? Thinking. Until you start thinking. Until you start thinking. You are in school. Your parents send you money. You see, because you think that they will always be there, you have not thought about how you can turn the money they put in your hands around for you to get something else. There are students who sell rich cars. You think they are fools? They are thinking tomorrow if money has not come, they will still be able to move on. Am I communicating here? Yeah. There are people who think that somebody will always help them. Am I communicating here? When that is your thinking, you fail to take responsibility. You are always looking, even when people shame you, and they disgrace you in helping you, it doesn't minister to you. It doesn't minister to you at all. Do you know how the prodigal son became transformed? they shamed him i didn't call him. so the bible says when he came to his senses somebody said he came to his senses i pray that between now and the end of the day you will come to your senses may you come to your oh i'm not insulting you i'm simply saying begin to engage your mind you have the mind of christ you must not be frustrated somebody stand on your feet and say i refuse to be frustrated i cannot be frustrated i have the mind of christ i am wired for success i engage my mind i engage my thinking from today i succeed and it begins with my thinking next week we will possibly look at how to move our mind from its current state into the state where it can bring us prosperity praise the lord have you been blessed this morning Have you been blessed this morning? If you are clapping for the Lord, do it better unto God.
0: Afuaqa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 20 5790 or email us at embassyoflivechapel at gmail.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuaqa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflive.org Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarter church, 6.45 a.m. to 8.00 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6.00 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi. Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you.